Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Nobody pray for me. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this yeah, is yeah. Out of Bounds with Joe Franklin and Wes Moore on 1037 The Buzz. Your Razor Hog update on Out of Bounds is brought to you by Floyd Seafoods on Keel Avenue in Sherwood. Razorback basketball tonight, 6 o'clock start for Texas A&M. Means 5.30 pregame show. Postgame show should start around 8.45, I'm guessing. Come on out to walk-ons, watch the game tonight. And, and Josh Neighbors and me have the... Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC postgame show. Arkansas beat A&M earlier this season by one point, thanks to Tremont Marks. Last second shot, 1.1 second left. We'll try for the sweep. It's been a while since they had the sweep over Texas A&M. Bet Saracen has Texas A&M an 11.5 point favorite. No Ar- surprises there with Arkansas. They're yeah. always going to be, be, especially on the road. Road dogs. Yeah, that's big for time. Sure. They'll be favorites their next two games, at home against Missouri and at home against Vanderbilt. Yeah. Yep. So look forward to that stretch. (laughs) Uh, Arkansas women got a win yesterday over Missouri. Speaking of Missouri, uh, they needed that win. A 75-68 was your final score. They'll play at Texas A&M Thursday, and then they'll host Vanderbilt on Sunday. That they're going to do their uh, some of their senior events on Sunday because their last home game is on a Thursday. So they figure better crowd, better and easier, you know, for parents that want to get in on the weekend. So they'll be doing that on Sunday. Just four games left in the regular season for the Arkansas women at A&M Thursday, Vanderbilt Sunday, South Carolina. Wow, South Carolina. Probably don't want to do senior day against South Carolina. You know, <laughs> you, know you want it to be a joyous, you know, occasion. Not knowing, you know, South Carolina's about to happen. And that, then, that's kind of changed over the years, though, the outlook on, on senior day and homecoming. It's like they just make the schedule and, and they play who they play. It, it's not one of those things of uh, trying to play a team that you get a guaranteed win. Mm-hmm. It, it's just it's the schedule now. You just play it. And then the baseball team will be heading to Arlington in a bit. we got uh, Oregon State, number seven Oregon State on Friday. And then Oklahoma State on Saturday night. That's a 7 o'clock. And by the way, the Oregon State game is also a 7 o'clock game. I pulled up the Oregon State schedule. They lost two or three games to Sam Houston State over the weekend. So, uh, Razorback fans, don't panic over losing one game out of four. Sam Houston, which is a very good pro- baseball program, by the way, uh, took two or three from Oklahoma State. That was in Huntsville, too. How about that? Oklahoma State hitting the road goes to uh, Huntsville, Texas, and loses 2-3 or to Sam Houston. You don't expect it, but with baseball, you never know what to expect. And and Sam Houston, in times, they've been a really good baseball team. They're a smaller school, but in those matchups against smaller schools, smaller schools step up and play big. Uh, Michigan lost 2-4, of went 2-2 and against Western Michigan. That's their big game. That that's they want to play against Michigan and come away with some wins yeah. and improve that some of those players probably wanted to go to Michigan and they got overlooked. Those are the guys that are stepping up and wanting to look good against Michigan. They played those games in Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> Michigan and Western Michigan played in Arizona. And then Michigan will be, of course, going to Arlington, trying to find some nice weather. Then they go to... Uh, it's almost like spring training for them. It is. Then they go to uh, USC. Then they play Loyola Marymount. Then they play in the Dodgertown Classic. They play UCLA, UC Irvine, and San Diego. They're going to spend a lot of time in L.A. Their first home game in Ann Arbor is on March 6th. So that, That's probably standard for them, too, no to make a, a West Coast swing every year. Come south, then head west, yeah. get some games in, because you're not playing up in Michigan right now. 
be difficult. Get the snow off the field so we can play, guys. But they lost the first two games against Western Michigan in extra innings, 13-14 to and 9-11. to They came back and beat Western Michigan on Saturday, 9-4, to and then beat them 6-2 to on Sunday. So there you go. That's what the uh, competition's done so far uh, that the Diamond Hogs will face this weekend. Now let's talk some Razorback basketball. L. Ellis is brought to you by Matt Black with Allstate Insurance. Matt Black with Allstate can take care of your home, auto, motorcycle life, renters, and landlord insurance. Are you in good hands? Let's bring in L. Ellis on Out of Bounds. L, how are you? I'm doing good. What was your overall view of the game against Mississippi State, and what are your thoughts on Mississippi State as a team? Um, I feel like as a group, we've um, we played well together um, for the first time in a long time. Um, we moved the ball really well, you know. Um, of course, we struggled, you know, to defensive rebound. We gave a lot of offensive rebounds, but, like, we were actually, like, competitive. We actually wanted, you know, we didn't – we played on national TV. Like, we, we felt like we just had, you know, to come together and play well. Um, and as a team, like, they they played really hard. They got a lot of, you know, good pieces. Um and they're a really good team in the league, so I feel like we matched up pretty well against them. And it was a pretty good game. Winning on the road can be tough, and then there are tough road environments. What was that environment like at Mississippi State? It was a um, pretty good environment. Um, the crowd, they um, got into a lot of second half. Um, but I felt like we we played well, um, even though they got into it. Um, but it was a good environment to have, you know. Every, like you said, like, it's tough to win on the road in the SEC. Um, so every game is like that, honestly. So how long do you think about the game at hand that just happened before you're on to the next game, win or lose? How, how long are you thinking about that one before you're moving on? Um, Right now we had to move on pretty quick, quickly because we play um, Texas A&M on Tuesday. We had a quick, quick turnaround this week, so um, – we have to, you know, watch film today as a team, um, win over things, and we have to get ready for Texas and them. So it was a quick turnaround. We're speaking with Razorbacks guard L. Ellis here on Out of Bounds. And as you mentioned, uh, watching film on Texas A&M, and you've already seen them once in the first game, what can you take from that matchup into this game? I would say um, we got a limited shot attempts um, from their two main scores. Um, we have to defensive rebound for sure because they're a really good offensive rebound team. Um, we have to be very physical um, because they're all really a very physical team, and we just got to move the ball like we did, limit our turnovers. Um, they kind of they're similar to Mississippi State in a way um, with like toughness and playing hard, you know, um, and being good defensively. So I just feel like we have to you know take the same mindset we had uh, the first time we played them and carry it over to this game. Now you played them a while ago, so. You can take some things from that first game, but in watching film, have you seen anything different with them in what they've been doing here recently as opposed to that first game? I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say they're doing things differently, but I feel like they're playing. I feel like they're playing better. I would say um, they did just lose a few, but um, they're a really good team, and um, they get hot quickly, especially with Taylor and Rafa. So we just got to do a pretty good job on them, um, like we did last time, and we'll have a chance. So you mentioned Wade Taylor. How do you defend him? <laughs> I don't think I'm supposed to be saying that right now. I got you. Well, it's just that, you know, he, he is a, a really tough player to guard against. And even when it looks like the shot, like you have it well defended, he somehow is making shots like he did at, at the end of the game, the first game around. And you guys were able to pull through after that. But he made a shot when it looked like he was well defended and, and shouldn't have been able to make a shot like that, falling away. Right. Yeah, he's a um, tough shot maker. Um, he plays with a lot of confidence. His coach uh, gives him a lot of freedom, and it's tough to guard somebody when they have that confidence and freedom. So you really just got to, you know, try to contain him as much as you can um, and just be physical and um, just make every shot even tougher than what the shots that he's already trying to take that are actually tough. Tyrese Radford, they call him Boots. He didn't play in the first game. What have you seen from him on film? Oh no, he did play um, the first time he played them. Oh, he okay, okay. I'm my bad. I'm I'm thinking about another player. There was somebody else. 
that was missing yeah, from Henry the lineup. Coleman didn't play. Okay, yeah, okay. Henry so, Coleman. so what did, what did you see from him on film then? Um, he's um very good offensive rebounder. He's a um third leading scorer. He plays really hard. Um, and I feel like he's someone that was uh, missing the first time we played him. So we got to really you know keen on him because he can have a big game. Um, boots. Um, he he didn't play that play too well against us the first time. So I know he'll be excited for his game. He'll be ready to play. So. We gotta be ready for him as well. So that's what it was. It was that Razorbacks defense that had me forgetting that he played the first time, right? <laughs> yeah, you can say that. L, you get a chance to when you're back home, get a chance to see the women's team, women's Razorbacks team, and get a chance to support them. How often do you get over to uh, get a chance to see them play? Um, whenever I would say I usually come to uh, most of the games on Sunday. Um, especially those are days that we usually have off. Um, but whenever I can, you know, I always uh, get there, you know, to support them because they um, come to a lot of our games. So I try to, you know, do that as well. We're speaking with L. Ellis, Razorbacks guard here on Out of Bounds. NBA All-Star weekend this weekend. Now, you had a game Saturday, so you may not have gotten a chance to see all the festivities with the Skills Challenge, Dunk Contest, Three-Point Shootout, but have you had a chance to watch any of it? No, I actually haven't. Um, I usually just end up watching the game a uh, majority of the time, so I'll be ready to watch that. But any other thing, I, no, I didn't get a chance to watch. Speaking of NBA players then and, and watching the game, did you have a, a favorite NBA player or team growing up? Um, I would say I watched a lot of um, Damian Lillard. That's one um, that I watch a lot. That I would say that's in the NBA. Um, team growing up, um, I was a Lakers fan. But once I got to college, you know, not being any fan of any NBA team. Because you're going to be happy about whichever team you go to, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know the results from uh, Saturday night NBA All-Star, right? No, I actually don't. Okay. Do you have it DVR'd or something? I don't want to spoil anything for you. <laughs> no, nah, you, you're not spoiling anything, but yeah, I could go back and watch. Okay, cool. Well, you mentioned Dame Lillard. Dame won a three-point shootout, and I don't think it was any surprise to anyone, but he came through. Well, I didn't expect that one. Didn't expect that one. So since you watch Dame, he is somebody that you model your game after. Are there other players that you take parts from their game? Um. Yeah, I could. I would say that, yeah. He's an um, scoring point guard. That's somebody I do watch a lot. Um, and he's a very, like, an underrated passer, and he doesn't get too much credit for, you know, um, how well he gets people involved. So, and I feel like I get the same the same amount of love as him when it comes to that aspect. So, yeah, I try to model my game after him a little bit. Well, good luck coming up Tuesday against Texas A&M, and it's good talking to you always, and we'll talk to you soon. That's a bet. Thank you. L. Ellis on Out of Bounds is brought to you by Matt Black with Allstate Insurance. I thought that was uh, very uh, funny and interesting when you asked them about uh, Wade Taylor, how you defend him, what are you going to do? <laughs> He's like, uh, I better Can't not speak on that right uh, now. I better not talk about that because they got to do something different. Uh, but he just absolutely torched them the first time. A lot was free throws going to the free throw line. Remember, that was the game where a ton of fouls were called. And Wade Taylor went to the free throw line a lot, I think 10 times. Maybe he had 10 free throws or more. But Arkansas shot a lot, too. I'm not saying that's that's really what enabled Arkansas to win that game in the second half. Hold on by making all those free throws. But Wade Taylor absolutely torched them. Boots, Radford did not not do much at all. I believe, if memory serves me, they had Devo on Boots. And, uh, you know, of course, you're not on one guy all the time because of pick and rolls and screens and transition. But uh, for the most part, when Devo was in there, he was uh, he was on Boots and did a really good job slowing him down. I wonder tonight, I've seen Musselman do this a couple of times, especially with guys who like the ball in their hand. As soon as they come across half court, they double them just to get the ball out of their hand. And you're almost having to play, you know, with three defenders, three on four. And maybe keep Devo, somebody on boots as much as you can, and you play two on three, you know, and just make somebody else from A&M take that shot. 
that's not used to taking the shot from a spot on the floor, they're not used to taking it. And that'll speed up the game sometimes, just throws the offense out of rhythm. I've seen Musselman do it in the past with scoring guards like this. Maybe something to watch for tonight. Just anything to keep uh, Wade Taylor from going off again. Well, also, as mentioned, Henry Coleman is somebody yeah. they're going to have to deal with that they didn't have to worry about first time around. And uh, we talked quite a bit about Arkansas in the front court, what they're dealing with on their side, but also that it, a lot of times it's a disadvantage to them because of other teams being bigger up front and having to deal with the players that they have. And Henry Coleman is one of them they're going to have to deal with. Yeah, big body. It, this is a night where uh, Mitchell, Lawson, they have to play big. they got to play physical, and they're going to have to hit the glass. And the guards are going to have to rebound too. A&M's a great offensive rebounding team. That's given Arkansas problems all year. Somehow they've got to find a way to get those rebounds and keep A&M from getting just shot after shot after shot on the offensive end. It's, it's burned them so many times this year. Uh, and so it's going to take a group effort, and that means the guards getting in there and rebounding. But you need you got to have the good Mitchell. And we had the good Mitchell against uh, Mississippi State Saturday, maybe his best game uh, as a Razorback, maybe the best game in his career. Uh, but that's the Mitchell they need tonight if they're going to have a chance against A&M. That's something that's going to be difficult, not to mention having to deal with Wade Taylor the fourth. Now, maybe you can slow him down just a bit from what happened that first game. But 40. Then, yeah, but <laughs> can then you hold you, him under 40? Then you have to deal with what's happening inside. So A&M probably would take a good balance from what they're able to do in the front court and do with their inside play if Wade Taylor doesn't have to take as many shots and have to be as involved in the offense. If they can get some easier baskets, get closer to the rim, that's what they'd be looking to do. Yeah, but I feel I would feel much better about this game if you were to tell me that they're going to hold Wade Taylor to like around 15 and do a good job on boots again, keep him around 10. Make the other three, four, five guys on this team beat you instead of those two. Now, they're capable, like, you know, uh, Coleman's a good player, and we mentioned the uh, offensive rebounding machine for A&M. They're going, they're going to get some of theirs, but you can't have, especially on the road, one of those guys going off like that, or both of them. Where does Arkansas get offense from? We've seen whenever A&M has had issues that they've had somebody that just went off scoring against them. So where does Arkansas get that from? I think offensively they're going to try to do what they did last time, and that's attack the rim against A&M. Uh, last time they attacked the rim and got some points in the paint, but they got a lot of points from the free throw line. That was the way that game was called. You have no guarantee that the game is going to be called th- that way this time. We've seen it the last two times. Tennessee, Mississippi State attacking the basket but not getting to the free throw line. They were able to get some layups, but they're not getting many and ones or just two-shot fouls. So they have to attack the basket against A&M. Uh, they've done a better job, except for the Tennessee game. They were better at Mississippi State, not taking as many threes, just taking the the wide-open threes that need to be taken, except for the end of the game. They, they've, got, they've got to go inside and, and just keep going, th- you know, and using Lawson and using Mitchell to run the offense through it. They've had success doing that. Um, and they're going to have to get – they, they're going to have to get Tremont Mark going again. And maybe going against A&M where he had such a good game, that brings back some good memories. But you got to think, A&M's thinking the same thing. That Arkansas's thinking about Wade. You know, we can't let this guy beat us like the last time. So they may be doing something special for Tremont Mark tonight to keep him from going off for 35. Guards need to be able to get to the rim to create those those easy shot opportunities. And to say that if a team is going to attack the rim, it has to go hand-in-hand hand where they are going to the free-throw line because that just seems like something out of the ordinary. They're attacking the rim but not creating those foul opportunities and getting to the line. 11.5 at Bet Saracen. A&M's favored by 11.5. Over-unders at 144.5. I honestly thought that was high for this game. I, now, I know the last time what happened at Bud Walton Arena, but I just don't see that happening again, a, a free-throw shooting contest. I think it's a low-scoring game. I don't know. I would expect, I mean, in my mind, A&M wins this game like 75-62. That's kind of where I've got it pegged. 
that's an under to me. I, I I don't see it as a high scoring game. A&M's defense is really good. That's it's going to be tough for Arkansas to score tonight. And look, I will say the Arkansas defense has been better the last couple of games. And if they can lock down on A&M, I think maybe the play of the night for me is the under. I mean, I, I like A&M in the points, but I, I, I you know. I don't want to sound too pessimistic about the Razorback team, but I think this is a low-scoring game, and it hits the under. Especially if you look at the trend of what they've done lately, it does look like an under-type game. Now, the last game went probably way over what the points were, but that's because Bama scored 100 on A&M. Yeah, yeah, no, you throw that out when you play Alabama. They're going to get theirs. <laughs> and, and they're such high tempo, and, and their defense hasn't been nearly as good as it's been in the past with some of their uh, runs in the SEC. Uh, they're outscoring people this year. They're kind of like Kentucky. You know, They just get up and down the court and go, and they're so good offensively, they're, they're able to outscore teams. So I'd throw that one out, out, of the, uh, out the books. That's and, why I was just looking at the, the trend of the games before that then – it does seem like that is their trend, more so with the under. We'll, uh, we'll take a look at some of these Bet Saracen uh, prop bets. We already got the double R specials out. Uh, I've got a couple of those penciled in uh, that I kind of like for tonight. And uh, they've got some uh, quick bets, too. Um, method of the first basket. So we'll uh, hit on that a little bit later in the show. Coming up next, though, we're going to head to College Station. We're going to hear from Coach Z. Matt Zimmerman will join us. They made the trip down there already, getting ready for the game tonight. Coach Z, next on Out of Bounds. If you don't already have the Bet Saracen Sports Wager app, download it today from the app stores or go to BetSaracen.com. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. This is Sports Center. Over the President's Day weekend, Arkansas lost to Mississippi State 71 to 67 to fall below 500 on the season. Arkansas will take on Texas A&M tonight at 6 p.m. The Aggies are one of three teams to lose to the Razorbacks in conference play. TV coverage will be on ESPN. Radio coverage can be heard on the Buzz. Stay tuned after the game for the Guatney Buick GMC Guatney Chevrolet postgame show. In baseball, Arkansas took three out of four from James Madison, dropping Sunday's game seven to three. Next up for the Hogs will be the Kubota College Baseball Series in Arlington where they will face 7th-ranked Oregon State, Oklahoma State, and Michigan on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, respectfully. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Get your weekend started with Friday extended happy hour drink specials. The downtown location has two floors of fun with karaoke in the bar and J.J. Wilson, the DJ, playing an open format DJ set with something for everyone down in the basement. North Little Rock location gets karaoke party going 9 p.m. every Friday. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Two locations, downtown Little Rock and the new location in Lakewood Village, North Little Rock. Find us online. Brewski'sPubAndGrub.com. Every Tuesday morning during basketball season, you can hear Caliph Battle when he checks in with the guys on Morning Mayhem. It's made possible by Edwards Food Giant. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people. The only stop you'll have to make for all your family's grocery needs. Caliph Battle on your home for Arkansas Razorbacks basketball. 103.7 The Buzz. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. The needs of modern businesses are always changing, but corporate cards haven't evolved in decades until now. Meet Ramp, the all-in-one finance platform that combines corporate cards with spend management software. Ramp is the only card designed to actually help your business spend less, not more. With Ramp, you can set custom controls to stop out-of-policy spend before it even happens. And Ramp software even does expense reports for you. No more manual entries, no more chasing receipts. And with best-in-class accounting integrations, you'll close your books in days, not weeks. Ramp gives you better insights and a real-time view of all company spend so you can stay focused on the big picture and build a healthier business. Join over 15,000 businesses who have switched to Ramp and start saving an average of 5%. Modern finance runs on Ramp. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com slash sports. That's R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Greenway proudly supports the DIYer in you. Whether you're a mover 
a shaker, a groundbreaker, a risk taker, a challenge embracer, or a landscape visionary. Whatever the task, we've got a John Deere tractor that can help move your project forward. You've got work to do, so let's get started. Reserve yours today in store or at gogreenway.com. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? <laughs> With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. For a free insurance review, see shelter agent Jeff Hodge or Jay Hellman, Little Rock, or Bo Beavis and Cabot. Political strategist and host of the Sunday Buzz, Bill Vickery, gets in the mix with the guys on Morning Mayhem, brought to you by Sauce Bar and Oven. Online at SauceLR.com and by the Butcher Shop Steakhouse, home of the best steak and prime rib in all of Little Rock. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Wait a minute, this love started off so tender, so sweet. But now she got me smoking out the window. Mm. Back on Out of Bounds, glad you're with us. Look over at the Southern Structural Solutions text line. From the 501. Love Diggsy. I'm excited about him this season. He's my favorite. No doubt. Kendall Diggs was outstanding. Big thanks to Stephen Elmo, Elmore Shelter Insurance for sponsoring that segment. Kendall Diggs is going to be a great segment this year. Rust, in fact, Rusty Hogg in Sherwood says, Diggs sounds like a coach. Best talking of any of the NIL players. Man, he is. He's a great interview. He, uh, he has fun with it. I was amazed. I know it's his teammates, but, man, he was just going through his teammates one right after another and their performance from the weekend, and he was on top of it. Uh, from the 501, how can I watch the Razorback baseball games this weekend? That is, uh, I'm pretty sure, I haven't checked, but I think it's Flow Sports once again this year. Let me go over to the Razorback baseball schedule and uh, see what they say. Got Oregon State, number seven, Oregon State on Friday night, 7 o'clock. And it does say Flow Baseball. Yep, you're going to have to go and sign up for Flow Baseball. Oklahoma State, Saturday night at 7. And then Michigan, Sunday afternoon at 1. If you don't want to get Flow Sports, i got a better alternative for you right here. 103.7 The Buzz. Just listen to the games. We'll have you covered here. Logan and Cersei. Is a game not even streamed on ESPN Plus? Nope. Nope. Logan also asks, is Jalen Graham, Jalen Graham supposed to be back? I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe we can see, uh, get Coach Z on here and uh, see if he knows anything about Jalen Graham and his uh, availability for the game. Uh, let's see here. What is... Oh, that was from the last show. From the 501. Guys, we lost three five-star players from last year. This and next year, rebuilding years. We got spoiled. It'll come back, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to come in waves. Well, with the portal, every year is a rebuilding year for Coach Musselman. So, just didn't happen this year. He'll have a different set of guys next year, and it'll it'll be a, another transition. It'll be uh, We were looking at the guys who can come back, and there aren't many that can even come back. It's going to be totally different. Let's uh, talk about this game. Get a preview from Coach Z. You're thinking, okay, here we go again. Two seconds, one second. The Horns know. Arkansas wins. The Razorbacks have won it. This year's team is built different. They're built more above the rim. Coach Matt Zimmerman on Out of Bounds is brought to you by Telco Federal Credit Union. Providing loans since 1950 for your dream home, duck cabin, home remodel, or vehicle. Apply online at telco.com. 
All right, let's bring him in, Matt Zimmerman. Coach, what's going on? How are you? Oh, Wes, I'm doing good. We're in College Station. And hey, let me tell you, of all the places in the SEC, West, when you land down here, it's always the warmest, usually even more so than Baton Rouge or Gainesville or Athens. There's just something about hmm. this place in the wintertime. It's always warm. We got here yesterday. It was, you know, mid to high 70s. Same thing today. It's sunny, and uh, hopefully uh, we can go get a win tonight. That's the most important thing. I see two desperate teams, or I hope Arkansas is desperate to get a win, but yeah. A&M can't afford to lose this game. Uh, they're 6-6, six and six, they're on the bubble, and if they were to lose to an Arkansas team at home, that would be uh, crushing for their hopes for an NCAA tournament bid. You hit it right on the head. See, I think last Saturday, a Mississippi State was impact. I talked to Chris Jans after the game, who I've known in the business for a long time, and he told me, he said, man, that, that, was, that was a grind. He said, I was so worried about this game. Because of all the teams they had left, our net was the lowest or highest or however you want to say that. Right. And he's like, uh, I have so much respect for Arkansas. We knew y'all had a lot of talent. We couldn't afford to lose to y'all. They were a bubble team. In the same way for, for this A&M team, the pressure is on them. Now, that don't mean they can't come out and play just a tremendous game. But there is, they're at home, and they're playing a team that's 130 in the net. Um, you know that's a that's a bad loss for them as paperwork wise, and then that's what the a lot of that selection committee is about is looking at that net in those quad ones, quad twos, quad threes, and uh, it would it would really impact A and M. The pressure's on them, and we match up with them pretty well. We showed that at our place, um, and so I think this game I think it's going to be a heck of a game tonight. I think it's going to be an exciting, hard fought, gritty game. I see that in this game. It feels like that. And I, I think it's going to be a battle tonight. Coach, when you're uh, game planning for Wade Taylor the fourth, how do you go about defending him? I think first thing you got to do is keep him away from going to the basket as much as you can. Anytime he's driving, make him change directions. He can go left pretty good. He's awesome going right. Um, he, he, his pull-up last year was really good. He hadn't been shooting the pull-up as much lately, don't seem like. But he, he's so crafty and he's so good getting to the basket. So you have to get in front of him all you can and make him change directions. And you have to. And then once he goes up to shoot, he's got to be jumping over his primary defender, uh, which is hopefully you know like a Devo, a six four guy, or a Tremont Mark six six, or whoever that's guarding him. Jeremiah Davenport, if he's on him at six five, they've got to be straight because he's not very big. He's not a big. He's not an athletic guy. So your primary defender has got to be all up in the air, making him adjust his shot. And then if you can get some weak side guys to come help and now you can have a Makai Mitchell or a Chandler Lawson jumping at 6'10", 6'11", with long arms impacting his shot. You have to contest. You can't give him anything. A&M does not shoot the ball great. Knock on wood. They may make 10 threes tonight, but generally they, they have struggled at times shooting the basketball. That hurt them in the loss at Bandy and, it, and they really well, Saturday at A&M, they just, I mean, at Alabama, they just got blasted. But just Alabama played a, I watched that game off DVR. Alabama was just on fire. And uh, A&M still got 75 points, and you lose by 25. Mm. But Wade Taylor's the key to everything, and you, you have to make, you got to make him just his shot. You can't give him clean looks. And then, of course, same thing with Radford. Um, we've done a pretty good job on Radford in the past. He's had a couple good games on us here. Um, but he is—he he had a good game against us in Tampa in the conference tournament two years ago. But other than that, we've done a really good job on Radford, and I think our length hopefully will be able to bother him. He's a dog, six-three guard or so. But those two guys are the key to everything that A&M does. Matt Zimmerman with us here on Out of Bounds. Coach, what did you see different from this team in Starkville Saturday? Great question. I, I just saw more energy. I saw a little more fight. All a little more. We're not going to go down. We're going to. We're going to. You know, when we were down early on, eight, ten points. You could see these guys were like, "We're, we're, we're going to win today. We're going to fight and play." And and they did that. And they had energy. And they really were encouraging each other. It was like over the top. It was just uh, the, every time a guy made a play, the whole bench would erupt. Sounds real easy, but we hadn't had that all year. You know, we've had it parts of the year. And they were encouraging each other. And they were, you know, they were always uh, pumping each other up and helping each other off the floor and just a lot of energy as a group. And, and it 
we've had times this, there's some guys that have brought that every game. There's guys that have not brought that every game. But in that game, I mean, it was Caleb Battle. It was Makai Mitchell. It was all those guys. They were they were pumping each other up. They were encouraging each other. And I thought that was the biggest thing. And we got we had way more confidence um, offensively than we've had in a while and against a pretty good team, a team that can guard you. Now, the last, you know, after L drove and gave us the lead with a minute and seven seconds left, we're up two. Uh, after that, we couldn't score. Mm-hmm. But, but but our offense had been really good in that second half. I'm telling you, the pick and rolls in Mississippi State, they hang their hat on defense. And Makai was him and him and Caleb were outstanding in that second half. And uh, we just had three possessions at the end, that, but we couldn't score. We didn't get a bucket, and you have to. And uh, we we couldn't do it right there when they came down. And that freshman Josh Hubbard launched that three off the top, screens at the top, and he launched that three pretty quick in the shot clock. I the ball's in the air. I'm, I'm looking at that clock. It's 58 seconds. I'm like, if he misses this, we're going to have the ball. We can eat a bulk of 30 seconds, and we, we can either get fouled or, or maybe score. We're going to be up four or five points, you know, but he drilled it, and uh, he made a tough shot. And somebody was going to make a play at the end of that game for their team, and on that day it was Hubbard. Mm. Talking to Coach Z here on Out of Bounds, Matt Zimmerman, courtesy of Telco Federal Credit Union. Tremont Mark had uh, some drop-off in this game. How they go about getting him going once again? Yeah, I think that uh, they just want him to be aggressive, and this is a game he can be. He he lit them up. You know, he had 35 points in Bud Walton Arena. He had the game-winning shot. I was looking back through that game. You know, he was 17 of 22 at the foul line, <laughs> and uh, that's incredible. Remember that game they called it, that, that, that crew, I won't name them, they called everything from tip-off to buzzer. They called a million fouls. And in that game, it benefited us. And, and we were able to make a lot of foul shots and beat A&M. And uh, I don't know how this crew, I like this crew tonight, and hopefully it'll be a good crew for, for us in how the Razorbacks want to play. But I think Tremont just getting the ball in his spots, um, he had no problem shooting over the top of A&M the first game, just either driving it and shooting pull-ups or going. They, they never could figure out he was left-handed. They kept sitting on his right hand, and he just kept driving. And going left in the, the last play of the game, Buzz Williams is a good coach. He's been coaching a long time as a head coach. Virginia Tech, Marquette, he's a good coach. But, you know, they took that lead late. And I'll, I'll still never understand really the timeout that he called. And that really helped us. And we got the ball to the right man at the right time. And, and he made a great play and made a nice shot. And the Razorbacks win. So, But Tremont's going to have to have a good game in here. It'll be I'm anxious to see because I know he's going to have a lot of friends and family here. He grew up in Dick, Dickinson, Texas, down towards Houston, and Houston's not, you know, is, is about an hour and a half from here. So I know he's going to have a lot of folks at the game, and this is kind of coming back close to home. He didn't grow up in College Station, but he grew up in this vicinity. So I know this game means a lot for him. Coach, you mentioned about Tremont Mark and going left, and he's left-handed. Is that something that is a bit out of the norm? Because a lot of times you see players that like to get to that opposite side. You see a lot yeah. of right-handed. Uh, dominant guys that like to get to that left side. Is that something that's a bit out of the norm by him being left-handed and wanting to go left? Yeah, you know, you see it in different players. You know, J.D. there for a good J.D. Note for a while was, was going so hard at when he first started back playing for us, back tacking to the left all the time as a right-hander. So, um, but he, he is so good with his left hand, and he is he's good at keeping people off of his right hand and, and making it to where he can clear his space and make that move. And, you know, he's not the fastest, but he's, but he's quick with his movements. And he's so long. All he's got to do is get the ball above about his shoulders, and then he can shoot over the top of you because he's you know, this, this is a kid that's, that's six six and long, you know, so he can get his shot off. Um, but people have had a hard time keeping him from going left. There's been a Mississippi State guarded him pretty good. They were, they were a little more physical. You know, they were kind of a – when you're away from the ball, they kind of like to hit you and kind of tap on you and maybe hold you a little bit. And maybe that threw him off his game, and he he only had six points down there. You know, he did not have the typical Tremont Mark. He's leading the Razorbacks. Scoring has has been so good, you know. And he played over twenty seven minutes, but he just had a hard time against them. But I, I think A and M, he's got confidence because of how well he played against them before. And so I think he, he could have a big game. 
Coach, is it uh, Doug Shows or Doug Shows? Uh, we always say Doug Shows, and you know uh, Doug's a, a Doug's been around a, a, a long time, and of course uh, a guy that grew up in Arkansas doesn't live here anymore, but grew up in Arkansas in Little Rock, and uh, he's been around a long, long time. I've been a part of a lot of SEC games where he was has been the, the referee, you know, and mm-hmm. oh, you know he's a he's a Final Four referee, you know. But even Final Four referees have people don't think they can call at all. That's <laughs> basketball. Yeah. I was looking, you know what I mean? I was looking at the box score. Terry Oglesby, Doug Shows, and Olandis Poole were our officials. You didn't yeah, want to name them, but right. I will. I will. Yeah. yeah and they called a uh, ton of fouls. In fact, we talked about it the next day, just how uh, it's not fun basketball. No one wants to right. see a team go to the free throw line and shoot 33 and four, 73 free throws. And total, oh, God. Yeah, total fouls called that night was 49. 49 in a 40-minute game. 49 in a 40-minute game, uh, Wes, is, uh, that was painful. And it, it worked out good because we won. But now Terry Oglesby, I'll take him all day long. I like Terry. Uh, we had him against Mississippi State, though. But uh, I'd have to look at hog stats. But he, we win the bulk of the games when Terry Oglesby officiates. We, we usually uh, benefit very well from his the way he calls. And, uh, and, uh, and so... And the Landis Pool's been around a, a long time as well. But, uh, yeah, there was a ton of fouls called in that ball game, And it'll be interesting tonight because A&M, they don't want as many fouls called. They want to be able to play a little more physical. This is a good rebounding team. Anderson Garcia. And we hadn't talked about Henry Coleman, who's a pretty good player. Mm-hmm. He didn't play in the first game. You know, I had someone say, well, if Jalen doesn't play, and I, I would I don't know if he will. I don't think he will. You know, but if Jalen Jalen didn't do much in this game, there he only played a couple of minutes, didn't score, didn't have a rebound. So we beat him without Jalen the first time. Mm-hmm. But we did have Trevin Brazil in the first game. I think he had eight points and five rebounds. And so you know that that's a couple guys that you know if if, if they don't play, then you know you got to make up for that. So that you subtract a little bit of the Arkansas bigs from the previous game, and then they add Henry Coleman. And, uh, you know, he's not a first-team all-conference guy or anything, but he's a guy that's been around, and he's he generally plays better for A&M at home. He's not been a great road player for them throughout time, but Henry Coleman has had some good – and he's had some good games against Arkansas in College Station. Coach, how do they – how do they rebound then against this team if Graham doesn't play and they've been going yeah. with four guards uh, because yeah. you only really have like two big guys left with Lawson and, and Mitchell. So if they go with four yeah. guards, how, how how do you do, how do you rebound? Yeah, well, that's a good question. I do think there will be some four guard lineup again for Arkansas. I think that's the given. That's definitely going to happen. And then he's going to. There'll be times we'll have a Mackay and and Claw Chandler Lawson out there together. I, Maybe if he gets in the right frame of mind, or maybe if we're playing pretty well, he might throw Bay out there for a little bit, or, mm-hmm. or if we even get in a bind, he could put Bay out there. A guy that I keep thinking he's going to give another chance to, because he can he can play defense, and he rebounds a little bit, is Denage Harris. Now, Denage has not been a great, you know, he hasn't been a big offensive threat at all, right? He's, he's, he's not a guy that scored hardly anything this year, but he can defend and kind of can shore that up not not for 18 minutes uh, of a half, but he might can get you four or five minutes in each half and give you some quality defense and, and rebounding because he will box out. And he's a pretty physical guy. And so maybe he throws them out there. Hmm. And then I think we're going to rely on a, a lot of the bigger guys, the Tremonts and the Jeremiah Davenports having to go in there and try to get even Devo, have to go in there and get some rebounds. That's the only way because this is a good rebounding team. And, you know, the other day, uh, we got out rebounded by 15, and uh, that, that 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 wasn't good. That's one of the reasons we lost that game in Starkville was not being able to hang in there. And I'm not saying we got out rebounded by 10, but we got to be kind of even with yeah. them at least, you know, and uh, or be within two or three or four rebounds of them, not 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 be minus 15, minus 20 like we have in some of these games. Coach, we appreciate it. Have a great call tonight. We'll talk Thanks. to you next week. Okay, thanks, Wes. Thanks, Joe. Y'all have a good rest of the week, too. Matt Zimmerman joining us. Thanks, Telco. You can hear the uh, pregame tonight, 5.30. Drive time, getting out of here a little early. A bit earlier start. Yeah, 6 o'clock tip for Arkansas at A&M. We'll wrap up hour number two when we come back. Stick around. This is Out of Bounds.
At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. After years of discomfort, it's like I'm alive again. Sonia Hackett talks about how QC Kinetics changed her life. QC Kinetics has given me my quality of life back. Before QC Kinetics, Sonia suffered from horrible knee and back pain stemming from a car accident. I was wearing knee braces just to try to maneuver around. Sonia hated the idea of pain meds and surgery seemed too risky, so she turned to the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics, the leaders in advanced regenerative medicine. That consultation just changed my life. I can do the treadmill, everything. I don't have anything holding me back. The quality of life is pain-free. QC Kinetics has made us very happy. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation today. I'm going to get emotional again. They are like family members to me. They care. Call QC Kinetics now. Call QC Kinetics. 501-222-8440. That's 501 501- 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Easy Cater presents We've Got Your Back. Up singers. So I order food on Easy Cater for a meeting with a new client in Jackson. Gotta feed clients in Jackson. On my way to the airport, it hits me. The client is actually in Jacksonville. Feed clients in Jacksonville. So I call Easy Cater. Nina picks up right away. Fix it for you. She called me right back and said you're all set. Nina fixed the Jackson accident. Jackson? Easy Cater has your back with 24-7 support. Order at easycater.com and know. We got your back. Get in zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralast brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralast pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. Awesome Tuesday edition of Morning Mayhem is in the books. I want to thank Justin Moore for hosting Roger Baz and Chuck Atlin out at his house. Also want to thank Rick Schaefer, Pat Bradley, and Hannah Gamble. Our Wednesday edition of Morning Mayhem is coming up leading off with Trey Reed bright and early, 6 a.m. right here on 103.7 The Buzz. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Go ahead, feel your engine. Admire that perfectly installed exhaust. Your vehicle's moving along this freeway like it was made from fresh installs and a whole lot of love. With eBay Motors, you get over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Meet Cheryl. Hey. She's on vacation and lost in the moment. Unfortunately, so is her Chase debit card. It's got to be somewhere. Maybe she lost it at Salsa Night. These skirts should have pockets. Or maybe she lost it at Pilates. Three and two and... But she's not worried. With the Chase mobile app, she can lock her card till it turns up. Tools to help protect. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data reads may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, N.A. member FDIC. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. more joe franklin wrapping up our second hour joe klein is coming up next some more thoughts on arkansas a&m also got uh tennessee at missouri tonight i jumped on that one yeah that seems like that'd be a really lopsided (laughs) that's what i was thinking too tennessee's been blowing people out they're really good tennessee well duh 
Um, and they were only favored by, I think it's 11 and a half, same, pretty much the same point spread as Arkansas A&M. Oh, yeah, that is one that stands out to jump on. Missouri's bad. And I know it's at Missouri, but I think Tennessee takes care of business and wins that game tonight. Saw some uh, double R prop bets that I like. I'll jump on them. We'll, we'll uh, hit on those at the bottom of the hour. Maybe after Joe Klein, some point with Joe. He's a Saracen guy also. They also have already what? what were yeah, you well, say? we all are. We all are. We're we. Love, I mean, Joe's on TV. We love Saracen. I mean, we're just you know we're just hyping them up, talking them up on the radio. Joe's on TV. I mean, he's taking it to a whole different level. Uh, the the uh, method of first basket is already out, Joe. You can bet on Arkansas to score on a field goal or ten, uh, Texas A&M to score on a field goal. It's plus 180 for Arkansas to score the first points of the game, A&M plus 135. An A&M three-pointer will get you plus 525. An Arkansas three-pointer will get you plus 750. Of course. <laughs> That's the one that should be with the highest odds. No, the highest odds well, are on I'm, a free throw. I mean, I'm saying highest plus. Where you get plus money, you get the most. Arkansas free throw is plus 1,500. A&M oh, yeah. free throw was plus 1,600. Yeah. Well, well, basket from the field. Yes. Arkansas, three-pointer, because they don't shoot them well when they do shoot them. And as Coach Z just told us, A&M hasn't been a good three-point shooting team either. Free throw, we know that we looked at the game prior. It's always going to have the best odds because mm-hmm. how many games start off with a team shooting a free throw to begin the game? You have to have a foul on – one of those first possessions to be able to go to the line and, and make one. To begin the game, you're yeah. always going to get some great odds on that. It's going to happen. One of these games. Oh, it happens. It happens in games, but it's just um, <laughs> it's not as common. So if you go, let's say if you went 20 games in doing that, you may see it happen twice, okay. maybe. Well, plus 1,600. You but you, you're throwing away. Five, you're throwing away quite 40, a bit. Uh, say if you did five dollars, that'd be ninety-five dollars, or or you know, hundred. You bet over twenty games. Yeah. And if it hits twice, plus fifteen hundred, five to one odds, you're going to come out ahead. Just got to stick with it. That would be the key. Got to be persistent. I got some coke money on that. Now, if it was the uh, Terry Oglesby, Doug Shouse, and Orlandis pool crew that worked the last game, those odds would probably be out even money. As many fouls as they called. Hour three's next. It's out of bounds. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available, providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530.